In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriots. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. Hello, everybody. How are you? Welcome, welcome, welcome. One and all, you are locked and loaded right here on LFA Live from America. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Broadcasting from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And as always, it is an honor to be here with you, a blessing to be here with you, a privilege to do this job for you. I'd like to thank uh, Antonio Sabato Jr. If that wasn't his greatest show yet, then I don't know what is. I would like to thank the loud majority guys. God bless each and every one of you people. You got uh, Kevin Smith, you got uh, Sean Farish, and of course, you've got. Um, Brennan down there holding it down for those guys as well in the comment section. I'd like to thank Mike Crispy. Everything, folks, we're almost two weeks in. We're almost two weeks in here on LFA TV. Yeah, we've had some bumps. Yeah, we've had some bruises. But I think we're getting along quite nicely. And I just want to say thank you to those people uh, for, for giving their time every day. You know, it's not like this is their job. They have jobs. And... Uh, Giving, a, giving their show to LFA TV every day is definitely a blessing. So thank you, thank you. Uh, we're going to go right to the cold open video. I was going to go right to this video, but I just wanted to come in and just, I wanted to express my thanks to each and every one of you first. And I wanted to express my thanks to all the LFA TV hosts. It's very difficult to do what we're doing, but by the grace of God, we're getting it done. And now to go to the title of the video, take that Obama, take that Kamala Harris, and I know you've already heard, ladies and gentlemen, but um, Barack Hussein Obama lives in Mar- Martha's Vineyard, and they got, uh, they got some visitors. They got some visitors courtesy of Ron DeSantis, and by visitors, I mean illegal aliens. Let's go ahead and run that clip. Hold on, we got that clip ready? Here we go. There it is. Let's bring it up. There it is, folks. You see that? What you're seeing on your screen right now is uh, illegal aliens getting off the plane in Martha's Vineyard, courtesy of Ron DeSantis. He said, you know what? I'm going to take a play out of uh, Greg Abbott's book. I'm going to take a play out out, out of his book, and I'm going to ship these illegals where I think they should be. And by the way, this is a promise made by Ron DeSantis. 
I mean, talk about promises made, promises kept. He said, I'll ship them right to Martha's Vineyard. Well, there you go. Martha's Vineyard, you get your first uh, cargo, <laughs> cargo freight of illegal criminal aliens, courtesy of Ron DeSantis. Now, Ron DeSantis doesn't really live in a border. Uh, he doesn't really live in a border, a border state. I mean, yeah, he's got his share of illegals, you know, coming from uh, Cuba, South America, and other, and, and other places uh, by boat. Don't get me wrong. But Ron DeSantis is not a southern border state. Florida's not a, a southern border state. And he's still shipping them there. Now, now Greg Abbott and, and Carrie Lake, when she becomes pre, um, president, governor, and, and Doug Ducey right now, they could all be doing more. To, to, to secure that southern border. But I guess if we're going to have to go the next step, the next best step is shipping them right on the doorstep uh, of Obama and, and, and the rest of these losers uh, in office who just say, we, gotta, we need to open our arms. We need to open our blood, bleeding hard arms to all of them. Look, I'm a Christian. I am all for helping people in need. But our country is in shambles. And either or, even if the country wasn't in shambles, there is a right and a wrong way to come into the United States, or should I say a legal and an illegal way. And these people are criminals, but yet Mike Lindell gets shaken down at a Hardee's. These people are active criminals. They've invaded the border. They are here illegally, and yet Mike Lindell gets shaken down at a Hardee's. Pretty incredible, isn't it? The FBI can do all this, but they can't stop the fentanyl coming across the southern border. The FBI can shake down Mike Lindell and take his pillows. The FBI can come and knock on Jeremy Harrell's door. The FBI can perp walk people like Steve Bannon, but yet they can't deal with the cartel. They can't deal with the fentanyl coming across the border, as our good friend Antonio Sabato was talking about this morning. Oh, but that's not all. We also have Kamala Harris, ladies and gentlemen. Kamala Harris got a little dose, didn't she, today? I believe we have this video, too. Let's bring up this video. Um, I believe this is Maria Bar- Bartiromo on Fox News. But, yeah, we've got this footage of these, uh, of these illegals also being bussed uh, to Kamala Harris's address. Now, don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Just because they're bussed to Kamala Harris's address, that doesn't mean anything. It's not like Kamala Harris has to, you know, all of a sudden take them in. But the fact of the matter is they're there. And the cameras are there. And people are seeing it. And that's what we're trying to do. If you're not going to close the border, I guess this is the next best way. Check it out. News. We want to go back to one of those stories. Two buses full of illegal migrants arrived this morning from Del Rio, Texas, all dropped off in Washington right in front of Vice President Kamala Harris's D.C. doorstep. Uh, There is the buses arriving. They were largely adult men, some children as well, coming off of those buses. Griff Jenkins reporting there was 101 people on the two buses combined. They've been waiting for assistance and direction since then, Uh, some being taken to local churches to wash up and and eat. Griff Jenkins reported earlier that it was 101 migrants, but we heard from one of the NGOs uh, who told us that they are going to get them health care, get them uh, fed get them cleaned up and then they're going to try to find them housing sarah westwood and mark tepper with us all morning long and sarah all of these subsidies and breaks that the migrants are getting cost money and that will ultimately show up in uh potential tax increases uh, in joe biden's upcoming legislation yeah that's right i mean there was a time remember last year when secretary mayorkas when then press secretary jen Psaki refused to use the word crisis to describe the migration surge that was happening at the border even when texas leaders arizona leaders were begging for help from the federal government to deal with the enormous surge of migrants coming over the border now you have these democratic mayors handling just a fraction of that and they're calling it a crisis and they're begging for help it's a lot of hypocrisy voters can can see through a lot of this though i think now all right Mark, let's go let's word. go Right, shut this off. Here's the thing about this, because you can look at this from many different perspectives. Looking at this from the illegal aliens, the criminals perspective, and that's what they are. And they're criminalizing their children at the at the same time. Look at it from their perspective. They might not think that they're illegal. They might not think that they're that they're, um, uh, can, you know, acting in a criminal manner by doing this because they are welcomed here. Not only welcomed here, they're basically told by our illegitimate administration to come here. And that's why Joe Biden needs to be impeached on that alone because he's breaking the law. So look at it from their perspective. The United States of America, the land of the free, the home of the brave, this becoming the land of the freeloader and the home of the insane. 
They're opening their arms to me. Why wouldn't I leave my crap hole country and go there? Of course I would. All I got to do is make the journey. All I've got to do is make the journey. Come on, kids. Now that's from their perspective. And then they get here. And, and, and Mar- Maria said, and they're waiting for direction. Well, here's the thing. In reality, you should have never came. In reality, there is no direction for us to give you. In reality, we don't want to give you free things. You're only here to be used as basically cattle and sheep to vote for the Democratic Party. And they're bringing you here and corralling you here under the guise of freedom when you're basically going to be voting for the same thing that you're running from. That's their perspective. Now here's my perspective. You are invading my southern border. You are putting your children at risk. And you are putting our country at risk every time an illegal alien walks across that border. Every time something comes across that border illegally, you're putting me, my family, my church, my school, my business, my state, my city at risk. And that's period. And now let's look at it from the leftist, lefty point of view. And I'm not talking about the ones that are organizing all of this with the NGOs help. I'm talking about just the regular, everyday, brainwashed, soup-fed, propaganda-fed liberal out there. They don't even think there's an, a, that there's a, 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 a southern invasion. They think that these people that are being bused to Barack Hussein Obama's uh, place of residence and these people that are being bused to uh, Kamala Harris's residence, they think that these people are families that are looking for sanctuary, that are looking for help because they're fleeing a war-ridden area. That is not the case at all. So what you really have in reality is a bunch of people becoming criminals by criminally invading our country, walking across that border. It's being facilitated, funded, and welcomed by the illegitimate White House and the NGOs and all of our alphabet agencies. You've got all of us who understand reality. You've got the people that are coming across the board saying, hey, I'm just a border. I'm just trying to live a normal life. Most of them are. I don't fault them. But they have to understand you're breaking the law and you are now a criminal. And when we do catch up with you and send you back, it's because you are a criminal. Ignorance is not innocence. Ladies and gentlemen, let me say that again. Ignorance is not innocence. And all of this is, uh, all of the finger needs to be pointed at the left and Joe Biden and Barack Obama. Ignorance is not innocence. I'd like to give a few shout outs here before we go to the Lord. I'd like to say hello to Majogo watching on Rumble. God bless you. I'd like to thank the following people for uh, Rumble ranting and donating already. Brian. 0424 says every little bit helps. Vicky, Corpus Christi, Texas. Thank you, Vicky. God bless you. And you're right. Every little bit does help. Mocha Powered, $20. Love this LFA family. Use where needed. Trust me, it's needed. And trust me, thank you. Uh, we will do that. Miss uh, Mocha Powered, $50. Here is to Ron DeSantis. Thank you, Jeremy. I will always make sure, ladies and gentlemen, that I'm keeping you guys educated on the things that you need to know about your state this, and this country. And this is one of them. And the reason why I'm spending so much time on this, on this opening monologue today, is because it is incumbent upon you not only to share and rumble this video right now, but seriously, it is incumbent upon you to educate your fellow man and fellow woman of your community. It is incumbent upon you to educate the people that are voters that this is actually going on. It's incumbent upon you to tell, tell these people how many illegal aliens have crossed the border that are not looking for sanctuary, that are not running from war-torn, war-torn countries. It is my job to get you the information so you are empowered with everything that you need to get out there in the world and make the country a better place, to make America truly great again. Thank you, Amanda Collins, for the $5. How you doing, Lord Fishy? How you doing, Miranda Dolan? Good to see you. Love you. Christina, God bless you. Thank you. Terry Sue is in the building. We've got Erickson Cook. How you doing? Good morning. Michelle Curl, God bless you. Purposeful ignorance is not innocent. Exactly right. Exactly right. Those that are not allowing the legals and the need to be in prison. Yes. Yes, I agree. Carol, 126. How you doing? Let's jump over to Getter. Say hello to our Getter family. By the way, Getter has been on absolute fire if you're watching on Getter, if you're one of the 800 people, just quickly repost. It's literally the little, the little double arrow. Just repost quick to your page. That's all you got to do. It's easier than, than sharing the, the, uh, the Rumble uh, feed out. And we've got so many that are dedicated to that. We've got 3,500 people watching. We need to get to 5,000. And folks, everybody who's watching my show, please... Please, for the love of God, go to the other shows on LFA TV and like them too. Because if you do that, 
If you do that, all five shows take over the top 10 on Rumble and we rule the world. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Halloween. God bless. Now, you might be wondering, why didn't I get a morning newsletter from you this morning, Jeremy? Well, it's because I am acting as a producer for every show while Frankie is out. Frankie is out, and I am acting like a producer for every show while trying to get my show ready, while Eli's doing his thing. So please have some patience uh, with us, folks. Folks, we're trying our best with very limited amount of people. Very limited amount of people. So today I, re- I will read to you from Jesus Listens. This is my, one of my favorite Favorite books to read in the morning when I'm getting ready to do my devotional. Now, while I'm reading this, please rumble, like, and share, repost, and get it out there. September 15th, year of our Lord. Faithful God. Oh, this is going to be a good one. Are you ready? I need to stop trying to work things out before their times have come. Do you know that I tell my producer, Eli, this every day? Now, Eli, one one thing I love about him is he is a go-getter. He is driven. He is here every single day. He's doing what he has to do. But one thing I'm trying to teach him is it is not on your time. It is not on my time. He's shaking his head in there right now. He understands what I'm saying is true. It's not on your time. It's not on my time. It is on God's time. And we're not to push any issue. We are only to live in this moment. God gave us this day. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I need to stop trying to work things out before their times have come. Help me to accept the limitations of living one day at a time. When something comes to my attention, I can pause and ask you whether it's part of today's agenda agenda for me or not. If it is not, then I can just relate, relate it to your care and your keeping and move on to today's responsibilities. I have found that when I follow this practice, there's beautiful simplicity about my life. A time for everything. And everything in its time. Just like I tell my kids, there's a place for everything and everything has a place. This is so very important for your health and your well-being, everybody. I have discovered. Oh, excuse me. You have promised many blessings to those who wait for you. New strength, resurgence of hope, awareness of your continual presence. Waiting for you enables me to glorify you by living in deep dependence on you. Ready to do your will. I've discovered that living close to you makes my life less complicated and cluttered. Though the world around me is messy and confusing, I rejoice that you have overcome the world. Thank you for telling me these things so that in you I may have peace. In your wonderful name, Jesus, amen. Folks, you can go to Ecclesiastes 3, 1 and 2. Anybody got fast fingers out there? Please put this in the comment section. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 and 2. Isaiah 40, 30 and 31. Isaiah 40, 30 and 31. And John 16, 33. That's John 16, 33. Ladies and gentlemen, 3,700 people watching on Rumble. Let us bow our heads. Let all 3,700 people here. Let all 1,000 people on Getter. Let everybody who's watching on, Rum, on Roku and Firestick. let everybody who's listening on iHeartRadio right now bow their heads and let's say the Lord's Prayer together, strong, with passion. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, do you know what happens when you have and you are walking with the Holy Spirit? You encounter two other friends besides the Holy Spirit and Jesus every day. And those friends are called joy and peace. And when you have joy and peace and you're walking arm in arm with them, with Jesus behind you and God looking down from above, I promise you that not only will no weapon formed against you ever prosper, but no anxiety will befall you. No depression will befall you. No earnesty outside of what God has planned for your day will befall you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a truly wonderful life. 
Thank you so very much for your viewership every day. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for rumbling. And now we start the show. Please lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day as we are on our way to 5,000 people here on Rumble. And by the way, we now need 2,500 Rumbles minimum to stay in the top 10. That is how hard it's getting, but I know we can do it. I know we can do it. And it's incumbent upon you guys to do that. I can't do that. Here we go. First and foremost, the other day, I highlighted a story for you about something that Lindsey Graham did that I actually gave him the Smarty Award for doing. And that was entering a bill into legislation to vote on that would ban abortion at 15 weeks at a federal level. Now, I gave him the Smarty Award of the day for that. And that day and ever since then, I have been, I have been bombarded with emails that say, Jeremy, how can you not see what Lindsey Graham is doing here? How can you not see what the rhino, flimsy Lindsey Graham, who puts his fingers in the air and, and literally follows whatever which way the political winds are shifted that day? How can you not see that he is literally trying to throw a wrench into the midterms for the Republicans to help the Democrats, to help the Uniparty? How can you not see that he and Mitch McChina are behind this and they're doing this on purpose? I do see that. Now, I'm going to read for you this story that I saw today. And then I'm going to give you my opinion and compare the story that I did the other day and why I gave him the Smarty Award to the story that I'm about to read you. And I'd like your opinion on it as well. Is Lindsey Graham trying to throw the midterm elections to the Democrats? And what was Mitch McConnell behind it? Now, we all know that Joe Biden is the worst president ever in history because he's not a real president. We know that he left $85 billion worth of, of uh, military-grade equi equipment to the Afghan army. 600,000 weapons, 75,000 vehicles, 200 aircrafts. We know that inflation is at a 40-year high and is not ending. We know that gas prices are at an all-time high and are not going down. We know all of this about Joe Biden. We know he declared a war, open war, using the alphabet agencies against Donald Trump, which is his political opposition. We know that he's a let on the books. We know that he's let in 2 million criminals through that southern border. And again, that's on the books. We know that there's enough fentanyl in this country because of that to kill every man, woman and child seven times over. Republicans are in a great shape for the midterms. And everybody now is scared that Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell want to throw a wrench into that by making the 15 week abortion ban a big thing. And we all know that the only thing that the left has to run on is the Roe v. Wade abortion thing and calling MAGA Republicans terrorists and extremists. So they're thinking, and this is, and Charlie Kirk is saying this too, by the way, folks, Charlie Kirk is saying this as well. Uh, by the way, hold on a second. I need to do something real quick. We are not on RIV right now. We are on... LFA right now. So I don't know why those lower thirds weren't up. So let's get rid of that real quick. And I want to talk about Charlie Kirk, who is on Real America's Voice News. Because Charlie Kirk is all worried, and everybody's worried, that Lindsey Graham is trying to shift the narrative away from the Republicans are kicking butt and taking names to, oh, remember that we did Roe v. Wade? Everybody's scared that Lindsey Graham is doing this on purpose and it's going to hurt the Republicans. Now, I will agree that Lindsey Graham is doing this to help the Uniparty. But too bad, so sad that he's too stupid, and apparently so is Charlie Kirk, to understand that you can't beat God. And just two months ago, I'm going to get riled up here. Hold on, I need to take these headphones off. I need to pull this microphone away because I'm about to get riled up. And you don't want to hear me screaming. I know it. Not three months ago, did every single one of the people that I just mentioned, including all of you, stand up and put your hands to the sky and say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. When we overturned Roe v. Wade, we changed the name of, of, of June to from Pride Month to Pro-Life Month, not three months ago. Not three months ago did we do that. 
And we were on our knees praying to God. We were crying out because it was so great. And I don't give a damn what Lindsey Graham is trying to do um, if he thinks it's going to hurt the Democratic Party. A 15-week ban abortion at a federal level is a great idea. If Lindsey Graham, in on all of his rhino-ness, is doing this to help the Democratic Party, I want to say thank you to Lindsey Graham. Because this is not going to hurt us going into the midterms. How dare anybody be afraid of standing up against killing a baby? And how dare you be afraid that it's going to hurt you in the midterms when it's going to help us in the midterms? I have never seen so many scared conservatives in my life over the talk of abortion. What happened? Just two months ago, everybody's going to be, I don't like when Jeremy's yelling, so I'm leaving. Okay, oh well. Because I just told you that standing in the grace and the light of God as a country and saying no to abortion was the very same thing that turns God's favor back on us. It was the very same thing that turned God's favor back on us, and we were so happy, and we didn't care about the politics of it. And now everybody's crying, oh, it's going to hurt us in the midterms. That's going to hurt us in the midterms. That weakness, that weakness of being afraid to stand up for a baby, that's going to hurt us in the midterms. Becoming weak is going to hurt us in the midterms. How dare we? Stand by your faith. For crying out loud, stand by your faith, especially when it comes to this. I thought Charlie Kirk was smart. Now, he might be right. He might be right. I bet you Lindsey Graham is doing this because he thinks it's going to hurt the Republicans, by bringing all of this up this close to the midterms. I gave him the Smarty Award, not because I thought that he was genuine. The guy's a dirtbag. I gave him the Smarty Award because it was the right thing to do. That's why I gave him the Smarty Award. It is the right thing to do. So Charlie Kirk might have been right on that, but he was wrong on the fact that he said Lindsey Graham shouldn't have done it. I don't care how big TPUSA is. I don't care what part of Real America's Voice News he is. I'm not here to be a cheerleader for somebody who gets a lot of views. I'm here to hold people accountable for their morals and their integrity. So for anybody out there that goes, well, Lindsey Graham shouldn't have done that. That's going to hurt us. Well, then you were never really about Roe v. Wade to begin with. Stand strong for your values. Stand up strong for your faith. Put this trust in God. Especially when it comes to the babies. Right there. If you're not pro-life, you're pro-death. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't be afraid of this. The Republican Party right here in my district tells me not to talk about abortion. It's your Achilles heel. No, it is our strongest ally. Standing up for what's right, you should, I, I, would like to, I would like to introduce a bill to ban abortions completely at a federal level. That's what I would like to see. I don't think Lindsey Graham went far enough. I can't give a damn about the politics of it. I trust in God. And if you don't like the fact that I'm worked up and yelling right now, then I'm not mad at you. Just go away and come back tomorrow. I don't yell every day, but when it comes to this stuff, I'm going to yell. And I'm going to yell at the top of my lungs. And for somebody so strong 
minded and politically as Charlie Kirk, you would think that he would see the forest for the trees here. That ticked me off. That ticked me off when I read that. I will stand up for my, I will stand up for the babies of this nation and I don't care what political harm it does to me because I don't care about the politics of it. I care about God. I'm trusting God for this red wave. I'm trusting God for good people with integrity and morals to take over the house and to take over the Senate. I'm not trusting in the voter. Men are flawed. I'm not trusting in politicians. They're dirty dirt bags. I trust in God. And that's my opening first and foremost section of the day. I'm sorry I yelled. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry I yelled. I am sorry if I hurt anybody's eardrums, though. I know there's a lot of people with... Uh... I'm sorry that I get like that. I really... I, I, I feel... Sometimes I feel like that... Ne- that needed to be said. Whether I said it or somebody else said it, that needed to be said. I'll stand by my Smarty Award to Lindsey Graham. I don't care how much of a rhino he is. I don't care what his intentions were. I don't care what he thinks he's doing. God directed him to do that, and he doesn't even know it. God directed him to do that, and he doesn't even know it. I'm going to move on from this subject because I understand right now that a lot of people don't like when I do that. I've got my piece out. I said my two cents and I'm moving on. LOL, lower the volume. (laughs) Uh, Let's see if I can, uh, where's my mic anyway? Right here. I just lowered my mic a little bit, so hopefully that helps you guys. Hold on, I can lower it up here too. I don't mean to be completely maxed out. I see a lot of you are saying never apologize. And I'd like to say big thanks right now to RJ Cat, who just came out of her pocket 500 very hard dollars to part with for this, for this station. God bless you. Jennifer Pollock, God bless you for the $25. 500 RJ Cat, really? I almost feel guilty taking it. But it's going to go to fight for this country, and I promise you that to the day I die. Let's move on. Alan Dershowitz, a huge liberal. Everybody knows that Alan Dershowitz is a very smart guy. Everybody knows that Alan Dershowitz is a constitutional attorney. Everybody knows that Alan Dershowitz understands the law, but he's still a liberal. The good thing about it is, is Alan Dershowitz is not a 2022 liberal. Alan Dershowitz is a 1980 liberal. And a 1980 liberal still has a little bit of JFK Democrat left in him. A 1980s liberal still has common sense and does want the best for the people. The 2022 liberal is a Marxist or a communist, period. And I'd like to say God bless Alan Dershowitz for standing up against the left, even though that's his own party. And saying the quiet part out loud, that this FBI, out of control FBI, right now, is left-wing McCarthyism. And he said left-wing McCarthyism is far worse than right-wing McCarthyism. He said what the FBI is doing right now is left-wing McCarthyism. Phone! Oops, and it's far worse than right-wing McCarthyism. I'm going to go ahead and play Greg Kelly's report from last night on Newsmax um, because Alan Dershowitz was actually on the show with Greg Kelly talking about this whole stuff with Mike Lindell and, 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 and MyPillow. And uh, Alan Dershowitz, I think, he, I think he lays it out pretty perfectly here. I think he's, he, he, he says exactly what the world knows. Let's go ahead and play this clip from Alan. Welcome back. How are you and how is Mike? Well... Mike is clearly being looked at by the FBI. It's part of a long process where this administration has gone after its its enemies. And um, look, I don't agree with Mike Lindell's philosophy. I don't agree that the election was stolen. I think Biden won the election, but I don't pick my clients based on whether I agree or not. I, I pick my clients based on whether they are victims of improper prosecutorial action and whether they are victims of unconstitutional action. And I think that uh, there is a, 
uh, very strong possibility that Lindell is being targeted because of his political views and because of his advocacy for positions that I don't necessarily support. But I'm going to defend him. I'm going to defend the First Amendment. I'm going to defend due process. I'm going to defend the Constitution. You know, it's interesting. Today, one of my oldest friends wrote to me and said, you're putting process ahead of substance. And I wrote back and I said, yes. Uh, Felix Frankfurter once said, the history of liberty is the history of process, due process, equal process, constitutional process, fair process. And so we have to, every citizen, liberal or conservative, has to be cons concerned if somebody is being targeted because of their political views. I love that you're involved. You know, it's a free country. You're allowed to uh, question the results of an election. And if you have means, sure. you can hire people to investigate it for the FBI to be doing what they're doing. And I'm looking at their uh, their documents. You've seen them, I know. You know, when you take somebody's phone, um, you're basically taking a big piece of their brain. I mean, everything is in here. People spend more time on the phone than off the phone. Are they limited in any way? How do we control? How do you control? Will the FBI go through everything in his life? Are they forced to be very selective? How do they do it? If the framers of the Constitution had heard about cell phones, they would have said this is a general search, the kind of search that we fought the revolution to stop the British from conducting. You cannot conduct general searches, broad searches of people's houses, of people's medicine cabinets. You have to specify with particularity what it is you're looking for. And seizing phones is a very, very dangerous expansion of what the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution permits. It's the opposite of specificity. And every civil libertarian would be up in arms if this were a liberal Democrat. But because it's a supporter of Donald Trump, the Constitution be damned. And the liberal hypocrites, my friends, my colleagues, my former colleagues at Harvard Law School and Yale Law School, and you name it, they are simply making decisions based on who is involved, not when principles are involved. That's why I wrote my book. Amen, amen. And, and, and I love, I love when, when people like Alan Dershowitz, and even, I know a lot of you don't like her, but I'm going to give her props right now. Uh, what's her name out of, uh, out of um, Hawaii there? Uh, uh, who ran for president? I can't think of her name right now. With the silver streak in her hair, but I'll give her, I'll give her uh, props too because these people are coming out against their own party. They're coming out against their own party and saying you're wrong. You're wrong. You are absolutely wrong in what you're doing, and that's what we need. We need people in the middle, and we need people on the left to stand up and let people know you are wrong for what you're doing. So big shout out to Alan Dershowitz. And by the way, the FBI doing what they're doing simply proves the, the, uh, the, the, the accusation that the 2020 election was stolen. Everything that the FBI is doing proves that the 2020 election was stolen. Their actions speak a lot louder than their words. Tulsi Gabbard, amen. That's her name. I'm sorry I couldn't think of it right, then, uh, right away. But, I mean, she shouldn't even be a Democrat anymore. She's still got some Democratic narratives here and there. But every time I hear her talk today, every time I see her on a Rumble channel or whatever, I follow her, actually. She's talking like a conservative. We need to start moving more people like her to the right so people on the left who do follow her will follow her to the right. And once they spend a week on the right, they wake up. They go, wait a minute. That's the way I've always thought. Why, did I, why was I a Democrat? You don't have to be all in and have to ex ex think exactly how you think to be on the conservative side or on the right side. You just have to have common sense. None of us agree on everything. The 4,000 people that are watching on Rumble and 1,000 people that are watching on Getter, you don't agree with everything that I say. But I want to give a big shout out uh, to... to uh, to Alan Dershowitz uh, for, for being a liberal, for being a Democrat, and still standing up for what is right. So let's go ahead right now and give Alan Dershowitz the Smarty Award of the Day here on Life from America. Oh, 
All that we ask is that you're fair-minded. You're fair-minded and you talk like an individual, like I did with the lady in the, uh, in the line for coffee who was uh, all mad because I was a Republican. American says, can't trust Tulsi. She wants our guns. I'm not telling you to vote for her. I'm not telling you to vote for her. And no, she doesn't want all your guns. She was actually a military woman. She just, she, she, she talked, she did the talking points about assault rifles, but she hasn't talked about that since. You don't have to vote for her. I'm saying use her to bring people over from the left. Suzanne says, not sure I agree with everything you say. <laughs> hey, do you remember that we, we just gave the, the uh, Smarty Award. We've got a Dumb Dumb Award to give away as well. Do you remember the numb nuts who said that if we send army troops to Guam, it was going to tip over? That if we sent Marines to Guam, it was going to tip over. You remember that numbnuts Democrat Hank Johnson? Well, folks, Hank Johnson is back in the news again, but this time he's not saying something is he's not saying something uh, like he's still saying something really stupid. Maybe <laughs> maybe not as stupid as Guam tipping over. That was a pretty dumb thing to say. But maybe equally as stupid. Democrat numbnuts, very, very, very illiterate, very stupid. Hank Johnson is now comparing mama bears and papa bears descending on school boards for their children's safety. He's comparing that to the January 6th rioters. Check this out. Um, January 6, 2021 will never be forgotten. An infamous day in American history. Especially when we proved the FBI did it. Especially when we proved the Nancy Pelosi did it. Engaged in an insurrection. Shut up, it wasn't an insurrection uh, or else you'd be dead. occupied the Capitol. Five people were killed. Yeah, our people. Hold on, stop that. Stop that. Police officers. Stop that. Hundreds of Capitol Hill police officers, five people were killed. You murdered our five people. If it was an insurrection, then there would be nobody in Congress right now and every single one of those people would be dead. Just so that you want, just so that we're clear. Just so we're clear. I'm going to continue. Let's go back and play this video. And while we're at it, when we get this video done in a minute and 43 seconds, I want to see 1,300 rumbles. We're at 1,100 now. Hit the play. Tacked and bludgeoned. Um... Uh, it was uh, a day that we'll never forget. And people on the local level what an idiot. Uh, at affected school board meetings, they won't forget the MAGA uh, Republicans descending on their school board meetings. You're damn right you uh, won't forget. After January 6th. You better never forget. Like January 6th, disrupting meetings. It was a co- coordinated uh, attack Just happening like, across the country. Just Americans like January won't forget 6th. about it. Uh, School board uh, members, teachers, administrators subjected to violence, threats of violence, harassment, intimidation. Uh, And in response to that, the National School Boards Association sent a letter to the Biden administration seeking federal help. Things had gotten so far out of hand. And by the way, there's not one scintilla of evidence, either direct or indirect that there was any coordination between the Biden administration and the National School Boards Association. There were emails. uh, That caused that letter to be sent seeking federal assistance. And so uh, in response to that request. What an absolute idiot. You know what? There isn't. Remember those big dumb dumbs I used to have? There is not a dumb, dumb award big enough for that moron. I mean, this guy, uh, kids, plug your ears. This guy's an absolute moron. This guy's the dumbest person on planet Earth. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day goes to Democrat Hank Johnson. The guy is an absolute numbnuts. Everything he said up there was a lie. First of all, no arms, no insurrection. If it was a real insurrection, everybody would be dead. So shut your mouth. Second of all, second of all, there was clear coordination between the National School Board Association and the Biden administration and the DOJ. We showed the emails. What a stupid person this guy is. I can't believe anybody this dumb could get elected. I guarantee you this guy could not read a novel. I guarantee you this guy does not even know basic 10th grade math. That's how stupid this person is. I would never give this guy the, even the decency to have a conversation with him. I can never talk to somebody that dumb. I just couldn't. The guy lied at everything that he said. And he compared you 
to going to school board meetings to January 6ers. And by the way, he said only MAGA Republicans were of, of the mama bears and papa bears. Do you know that there were left-wing Democrat liberal mama bears and papa bears in Virginia at school board meetings? And that's why Youngkin won, Hank Johnson. Dumbest man alive. Matter of fact, he may get the dumb, dumb award of the month when this month is over. Dumbest man on earth, Hank Johnson. How could anybody vote him in? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Ladies and gentlemen, before we go on to our next story, I want to highlight my favorite, favorite thing that I have ever done, and that is taking Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen. Got mine right here. Not a big, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of the lime because I'm not a lime fan. I don't like lime. If you like lime, then <laughs> this is definitely the one for you. Out of all of them, the lime has the most flavor. Wild berries for me and the, and the regular, I'm not a fan of the lime. But, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't, doesn't matter if you're a fan of it or not. What matters up is what it's doing for you, and it's going to change your life. It's going to clean out your lymph node system. It's going, to, it's going to reduce your chance of getting lymph node cancer, I can tell you that. It'll probably reduce your chance of getting cancer, period. I can't wait to have the doctor on who I spoke with when I first talked about Field of Greens with them because this guy would tell you stories about people's change, change in their life like you wouldn't believe. I mean, some people were literally in and out of the doctor's office constantly, something always wrong with them. And they started going on this regimen of uh, Field of Greens, and all of a sudden they never needed to see the doctor ever again. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it will change your life. Fieldofgreens.com, as long as you can consume the ingredients in it, and as long as you don't drink it within the first 15 minutes of filling it, you will be fine. Okay, fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Get everything in your body that God intended you to have. Everything that he intended Adam and Eve to have, that's what's in this field of greens. So check it out today. Jeremy, you were wrong about Pence. Maybe uh, Charlie Kirk may be wrong. No need to crucify him. You were allowed to admit and apologize your mistake with us all over that. Be patient, control your... Hey, I do, not, I do not disagree. I do not disagree. Mean D, honey. You might be 100% correct. But I live in a world of a lot of ups and downs in a 24-hour news cycle. And if somebody's not held accountable right away, then they may never be held accountable. But the fact that Charlie did not see it the way I saw it really kind of made me think. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not as like-minded as some of these people as I think I am. Because how could you not see that? How did you fall for that bait and thinking that this is a bad thing? This could never be a bad thing. Uh, Standing up to, to not kill babies can never be a bad thing. Now, he might just be highlighting what Lindsey Graham is doing it for, which I can understand. But then he proceeded to go on and say that he was scared, not scared, but this is not the time to be doing this because this could hurt Republicans. That is what I disagree with. That's the part I disagree with. I do not believe this will hurt Republicans. I believe it'll help Republicans. Scream at the top of your lungs, no killing babies. But I do agree with you on that. Maybe I should not jump to conclusions. You might be right about that. All right, folks, I got about 10 minutes here, so I want to get through these next stories real as, as, as quickly as I can, but still be efficient, okay? Uh, number one, Maricopa County right now, Maricopa County dirtbag officials are actively breaking the law right now. They're actively breaking the law right now, and we need to get Arizona aware of what's going on. Maricopa County uh, officials are accused of violating the law actively right now that requires them to have an equal number of poll workers from each party in the highly flawed 2022 primary elections. But right now, they have over 100 Democrats, more than Republicans, and they're supposed to have an equal amount of both. Maricopa County appointed over 100 more Democrat poll workers than Republicans in the extremely flawed primary election, and 11 locations had no Republicans at all. So I know Kerry Lake is on top of this. I know that this... Wendy Rogers and Mark Fincham, they are on top of this in Arizona. But if you are involved locally in Arizona in any way, shape, or form, especially in Pinal County, then you want to make sure your, your voters, your, your fellow voters and your constituents there are also aware of this. If you are a person in Arizona that wants to be a poll watcher, get out there today. Get out there today because Maricopa County is appointing more than the Republicans that are showing up on their own. And that is a problem. So I'm just going to highlight that real quick for you and I'm going to let you go on that story on your own. But ladies and gentlemen, if you are in Arizona, then you need to get on that immediately because they have over 100 Democrats more then they have Republicans, and that is illegal. And I do not expect Mark Burnovich to do anything about this. So take it upon yourself. Get out there. Become a poll watcher in Arizona today. 
Moving on, we've got to highlight the elf on a shelf. That is the dirtbag, Tony the Ratface Fauci, as he was in front of Congress yet again yesterday, and yet again, Senator Rand Paul held him, held his feet to the fire. Uh, uh, but she's had the flu for 14 days. Should she get a flu shot? Well, no. If she got the flu for 14 days, she's as protected as anybody can be because the best vaccination is to get infected yourself. And so she if, she not re- get it. if she really has the flu, if she really has the flu, she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. Next, if she really has the flu, she right. should not get it again. No, she doesn't need it because the, it, it's the be- it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. This is an ongoing question, and you know we've had ever evolving opinions from you, Dr. Fauci. Currently, antibody surveys show that uh, 80% of children, approximately 80% of children, have had COVID, and yet there are no guidelines coming from you or anybody in the government to take into account their naturally acquired immunity. You seem quite certain of yourself in 2004, but in 2022, there's a lot less certainty. One of the things that we also know after looking at this for two to three years uh, is that the mortality uh, from COVID is very similar, if not less, than, than influenza. So when we look at this, we wonder, you know, why you seem to really embrace basic immunology back in 2004 and how you or why you seem to reject it now. Well, <clears throat> I don't uh, reject basic immunology, Senator. And I have never denied that there is importance of the protection following infection. However, as we have said many times, Here we go. and as has been validated by the authorization of the, by the FDA through their uh. committee and the recommendation by the CDC through their committee, that a vaccination following infection gives an added extra boost. And that film that you showed Take it out of is really taken out of context. Oh, yeah. I believe that was when someone called in All right, I've had who enough. had a reaction. I've had enough. That film, that, that was not taken out of context. I've shown that video before. I watched the whole video prior to and after the part that Rand Paul showed. And Tony Fauci is lying again in front of Congress. Lying again in front of Congress. But you know what? That's okay. That's okay, Tony Fauci. Your day is coming. Your day is definitely coming. And I've got, some, uh, I've got some very, very troubling news. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you are a vaccinated person, chances of, uh, the chances of you being able to donate your organs if you're an organ donor are not very good. New study out shows that anybody who took the vaccine is probably not going to be an organ donor because uh, orga- uh, bodies are rejecting vaccinated organs right now go ahead and play this entire house from right underneath you this is happening now skip it there we go let's get to that let's get to that health spotlight presented by community health network well tonight's health spotlight emerging new research shows a growing number of transplant recipients are suddenly rejecting their new organ scientists say the covid vaccine could be to blame joining us now to explain is wish tv's medical reporter dr mary gillis mary Alexis, Phil, according to a new study published in the Journal of Clinical Medicine, acute corneal allografts are being rejected by immunized patients who've undergone the procedure. Researchers say the underlying cause could be tied to a systematic inflammatory response elicited by the shot. The cornea is the outermost layer of your eye. Corneographs are used to restore vision, reduce eye pain, and improve the appearance of a damaged cornea. The surgery is known to be one of the most successful transplant procedures with low rejection rates. Japanese researchers compiled data from 23 studies, a total of 23 eyes from 21 patients who had undergone corneal graft procedures were assessed. Graft rejection occurred anywhere from one day to six weeks after vaccination in all patients, some who underwent the procedure as far back as 20 years Years ago. In the paper, study authors write, as the virus continues to spread, additional booster COVID-19 vaccines are expected. Therefore, proper follow-up of corneal allograft recipients and interventions to prevent corneal allograft rejection after they receive the COVID-19 vaccine may be crucial. And it's not only the corneas, it's organs as well, folks. It's your organs inside as well, that people's bodies are rejecting these organs that were taken out of vaccinated patients. And it's happening at such an alarming rate that the study is showing they, they think it is the vaccine. Now, I agree that it's the vaccine. I'm not a doctor in any way. But there you go, folks. 
Long-term study needs to be done about these vaccines. It's just the way it is. Long-term study needs to be done about these vaccines, and it needs to be done before any more is administered. I hate bringing you this news because I know there's so many of you that are vaccinated, not by choice or by choice, whatever. I hate bringing it to you, but it's the truth and I've got to. And now speaking of truth, we've got to go to Michigan real quick, ladies and gentlemen. If you're in Michigan, you need to know what's going to be on the ballot on November 8th. This was sent to me on Truth Social. Um, and I, and I got to get this out there. This was sent to me on True Social by Zen. You got to vote no on all three of these uh, proposals in Michigan when you vote on November 8th. The first proposition, proposition number three, reproductive freedom for all, which basically says universal abortions, abortion facilities up to any time of the pregnancy, you've got to vote no. Okay? Vote no. Proposal, proposal number two, promote the vote would make it uh, highly un, uh, vulnerable to voter fraud. And basically, it allows nine days early in-person voting, less oversight, more absentee ballots, more drop boxes, no state ID required, allows public sources and charities to fund elections, establishes post-election audits, can only be conducted by a state or local official, which basically is, you know, um, conflict of interest, vote no. And on propo- uh, proposal number one, voters for transparency and term limits would actually double how long a representative can serve. You do not want that. It would literally double how long a politician could serve. Say no. You need to vote all no, 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 right down the line. Vote no on November 3rd to all of these proposals. There are amendments to the Michigan Constitution, and they will be permanent changes. I will make this a short clip, but vote no. Michiganders, on November 8th. And now, to the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen, I've become a big fan. I've become a big fan of Alex Stein for many reasons. Uh, Now, a lot of people don't like Alex Stein's uh, approach and what he does. A lot of people don't like that stuff. I do. I think we need more of what Alex uh, Stein is doing. A lot of people think that it's childish and it's immature. I don't agree with that. I agree that confronting these dirty scumbag politicians is exactly what we need to do. So I want to highlight right now a video. Uh, let's let's pull up this video from uh, Alex Stein where he is confronting Dan Crenshaw. And let's go ahead and uh, give this video some vo- from volume. He's not only confronting Dan Crenshaw here, he also confronts Eric Fartwell. Check this out. Dan, I'm with the one, the only. I've run into the man. The one, the only, Dan Crenshaw. I'm Patch McCain. But Dan, why are you retweeting Dave Portnoy saying he wants me to fail? F me. Why'd you retweet all that? I'm going to put it in the video, but why'd you retweet all that? What do you think, Alex? I know, but why don't you like me? We're both from Texas. I can help you out. You're Alex, just not America Alex, first. You're a globalist. You're giving more money to Alex, Ukraine. You assaulted a 65-year-old woman. I didn't touch you. You're such a liar. We have it on tape. See, this guy's still lying. I bet McCain's out here still lying. You're so full of it, dude. That's why you're going to lose, dude. I know I know you don't know. You don't think that. It's going to happen, guys. This guy's a traitor. A, are you an adult? You're a globalist. Yeah, I'm an adult calling you out. This, you lost your eye for weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist, and you don't even call it out. Weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist, bud, you know that. Let me hear you say something about that. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. And hold on, there's more. I've got more from Alex Stein, and he's right. Everything that he said about Dan Crenshaw there is absolutely right. Everything that he said about Dan Crenshaw is there, absolutely right. And the whole eye thing, a lot of people like, he shouldn't have said something about the eye. What he was saying about the eye was absolutely true. You lost your eye, he said, because of you, because of wep- you, 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 you lost it because of weapons of mass destruction that didn't even exist. That didn't even exist. And you're a globalist. And he goes, are you an adult? Yeah, I'm an adult and I'm calling you out, said Alex Stein. And now here, here's Alex catching up with Eric Fartwell, holding him accountable for his affair with a Chinese spy. Is this Fang Fang the Chinese spy, Eric? Remember when you slept with that Chinese spy, Eric? Why don't you ever talk about that, Fang Fang? Remember you're banging Fang Fang? Did she give you anal? People are saying that she gave you an insertion. Is that true? This is the guy's banging Chinese spies. Nobody investigates you, Eric. Why is that? Nobody investigates this guy banging Chinese spies like it's no big deal. (laughs) 
<laughs> banging Chinese spies like it's no big deal. Sorry for the language, but he's right. He's absolutely right. And he should be held accountable. All right, folks, listen, that's going to do it for Live from America. I've got to get off. We've got to start another stream for Mike Crispy. Again, we will start another stream for Mike Crispy. There's already a placement video up on Rumble. We'll have it up on Getter in about two minutes after I go off air. Mike Crispy, unafraid, coming up next. Again, if you rumbled this video today, please go back and rumble the other videos as well. Let's get all five shows in the top ten tonight, huh? I know we can do this. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you guys tonight at 5 p.m. Mike Crispy coming up now. Make sure you check out his show. And remember, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. That will